show. It's your host, Gabrielle, and I am so excited to be here with you today. Our show is charting all over the world thanks to you, and today's topic is one that I know you and I both need to have a conversation about, and we both need to hear, and it is going to be so impactful because how many times have we been in a situation where we're like, man, this friend is so toxic, or gosh, I don't know if this is a good friendship slash relationship to be in, or any of those times. I know I have gone through that so many times, but before we get into that, I just want to say if you haven't already left a rating and review, please go ahead and do that. I read every single rating and review, and I am just so thankful for what we've been able to do with the show, with the conversations that we're able to have back and forth, how we are now charting in countries all over the world from um, Canada to Italy to Cayman Islands, just so many different places. We are in the top charts, and that's only because of you guys and because of our community and what we've been building together. So if you haven't already, make sure that you share this show with a friend so that we can keep spreading kind words like honey and that we can keep building our community. Uh, make sure you leave a rating and a review, and if you haven't already, you got to subscribe so you know as soon as the podcast is up uploaded. Uh, But without further ado, let's just hop into our topic today. Let's talk about friendship. Let's have this conversation because I know you and I both need it. My goodness gracious, I have wanted to talk to you guys about this topic for such a long time and I have gone through so many seasons of my life where I have been so hurt by different friendships and toxic friends and letting honestly way too many people be in my inner circle, giving a front row seat to people who did not deserve to have it. And I have learned my lesson. The Lord has taught me because anytime I have been hurt by a relationship I have had with another woman, it is because I have ignored the leadings that the Holy Spirit gave me and the discernment that he gave me. And anytime I'm sure you can testify to this anytime I have ever ignored a leading from the Holy Spirit. It has not ended well for me. And the same is with friendship because friendship is such a gift. And, sis, you got to know this. Not everybody deserves a seat at your table, okay? Not everybody deserves a front row pass to your life to be in your inner circle to be a friend. You can be a friend to many people. You can love on as many people as you want. You can serve as many people as you want. And honestly, that's what you should be doing because that is what Christ did. That is what Christ told us to do. If you look at his life and you look at his ministry, he was ministering to everyone, to the broken, to the children, to the hurt, to those who are cast aside. But the people he did life with, he didn't do life with the crowds. He did not sleep next to the crowds. He did not eat every day with the crowds. He did not have the crowds doing life with him side by side on his boats on every single mission. No, he had 12 appointed apostles. Jesus had a small inner circle. He knew the weight that those friendships held. He had a crowd following him, but yet he didn't have a crowd kept as his inner circle. You look at the Last Supper. The last dinner that Jesus had on this earth. He could have had a whole gala. He could have invited tons of people to that dinner. But who did he invite? His 12 close apostles. His 12 chosen ones were the ones who had a seat at his table to share in his last meal. So who has a seat at your table that doesn't belong there? I can tell you a million stories. 
about times that I have been stabbed in the back, times that I have been hurt, times that I have been discluded, times that I have been gossiped about and victimized by mean girls. I could tell you so many different stories of mean girls in my life. So many different times where I have been really sad and hurt by different female friendships. But I can also tell you about the kingdom-minded friendships that the Lord has placed in my life in place of those. Once I started getting maturity and understanding of, hey, not everybody belongs at your table. And not everybody deserves a seat, a front row seat to your life. And that's not coming from me. That's not my own wisdom. It's not a private message that God gave me. Actually, God did give that to me. And God had consistently said, hey, not everybody deserves a seat at your table. Be wise and discerning about your friends. You know, I, the Lord has taught me that. But it actually talks about it in Scripture, um, in many different places of Scripture. And just one of the most amazing Bible verses about this is an encouragement when we have good friends. Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen: as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. So when we have good friends... They're helping us be sharpened. But on the flip side of that, when we don't have good friends, when we don't have good company, 1 Corinthians 15.33 says, Do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. So if we're hanging around people that are in our inner circle that aren't good, you know, they're not godly, they're not bearing the fruit because we know that when somebody is in Christ, they will bear fruit. You don't have to question If you are able to watch people long enough, people are always going to show you who they are. And sometimes there is so much value in that. If you're considering letting someone into your inner circle, all you have to do is sit back and watch them. All you have to do is sit back and observe their life. Are they bearing fruit? Because if they're bearing fruit, then there you go. High five. Good job. They are a follower of Christ. Do they talk a lot about God? Do they have a lot of Bible verses posted on Instagram? Are they showing up to church on Sunday? Great. But is there no fruit in their life? Because if they're doing all the things, but there's no fruit, there's your evidence right there. Um, And I say that to say, we need to be really wise and discerning before we let somebody into our circle. Anytime I've been hurt, it's because I let people too close to me. And I wasn't wise and discerning before I evaluated that relationship. Because anybody that has the weight and the authority to speak into your life should not be there should not have that much weight and authority unless put there by God. Unless we are wise and discerning because scripture tells us to guard our heart. And if we're not guarding our heart, there's a lot of hurt that's going to come from that. There's been so many friendships that have truly hurt me. And one of the cool stories in the Bible is of, I mean, it's not really cool, but it is, I guess, rather a better word for that. One of the most fascinating stories, and it's cool for us because we can learn from it and we can talk about it right now with friendships, is about Samson and Delilah. Samson was this really cool dude. He was extremely strong and he was a undefeatable warrior that everybody wanted to know how to be. He was like the it guy. He had very long hair and he won every battle he had. He was undefeatable. He had so much strength. And what his enemies didn't realize was that his strength came from God. And God told him that he was to have long hair because his strength was found in his hair. Um, And that was something that the Lord had given him. 
And Samson was not supposed to share that, had never shared that, and then got into a relationship with this lovely lady named Delilah. Now, Delilah and Samson started a relationship. They were comfortable with each other. And one day when their relationship had progressed, Delilah uh, went up to Samson and Samson felt comfortable with her enough to share this information and Delilah asked him for his weakness. She wanted to know what his weakness was. And she said, Samson, what makes you so strong? And Samson told her that it was his hair. He gave away his secret. And what do you think Delilah did with that information? She waited until he fell asleep and she cut off his hair and she ran to the opposing army and she told the opposing army, his strength is taken away, come and get him. So he gets taken in the middle of the night by the opposing army and tied up to a pole with chains and they're all celebrating him around him and he is just probably beside himself and he starts praying and his hair grows back and he breaks free of the chains and that's the story. But we have to be careful of those people who are like Delilah's in our own life who want to find out our weaknesses to destroy us. Maybe not blatantly to our face, maybe not as extreme in the story of Samson, but for whatever their intentions are, for whatever fits the narrative of their life. And it's really important that we are wise and discerning of the people that we allow to be close to our lives, that we allow to see us when we are down, that we allow to know our weaknesses, that we allow to hear really what we've heard from the Lord because there is so much wisdom and so much more value and being wise and discerning about who we share our life with than um, there is in not being cautious and not being discerning because ultimately like I said a few minutes ago and like we talked about when you watch people long enough when you just sit back and observe somebody they will show you who they really are. Someone cannot put on a show for so long. Of course, people can be fake and they can put on a show, but if you watch somebody long enough and you observe them long enough, pretty quickly you can see bits and pieces of their heart and who they really are. You can see if they're storing up jealousy, if they're storing up hate, if they're storing up anger, bitterness, or if they have fruits of the spirit like gentleness and kindness. You can see if their first reaction is whining and complaining and uh, sorrow, or if their first complaint, their first reaction is joy and uh thanksgiving and pointing back to the Lord, you can really see if somebody is prioritizing a relationship with the Lord or if they're prioritizing themselves. You can really see who somebody is by the fruits that they bear. And scripture is clear to tell us that many times. If you read scripture, you know the heart is very powerful and we know that of the heart the mouth speaks. So what someone says when they're given the opportunity to really be themselves is really telling about who they actually are and what they're actually storing up. And if you're questioning friendship with somebody and you're questioning if somebody is true or not, all you really need to do is just take a step back and observe them. Watch them for a little bit. Listen to them for a little bit. And you don't even have to 
do this in in such a blatant way but if you just watch the character of somebody then you'll know everything you need to know about them if you're just willing to observe if you're just willing to uh, pray about it and ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you who someone really is well he will show you let me tell you that that has been shown to me many times in my life Um, and there are a few different things that I think are super toxic um, that are definitely red flags and signs of people that you do not want to have in your inner circle because ultimately, we talked about this a little bit um, in the beginning of the podcast, there's a difference between having a friend and being a friend and when you understand the power in that and you realize that it's okay to be a friend to a lot of people but it's not a good idea to consider a lot of people your friend, your close friend, to consider a lot of people your confidant, your go-tos, people you can trust. Because ultimately, as harsh as it might sound, when you're trusting too many people, you're only going to end up being broken and hurt. Because you have to be wise and discerning with who you allow to influence and impact you. And being a friend to a lot of people, but having few people you consider your friend is wise and it's a way to guard your heart scripture tells us to guard our heart above all else and to protect it because everything we do flows from it scripture tells us to be mindful of who we keep as company because bad company corrects good or corrupts sorry good morals scripture is clear on many things scripture doesn't say to hang around those people because you feel guilty because you feel indebted to because you feel bad not being there with them scripture is clear to not hang around people you shouldn't. And the Holy Spirit is going to give you those nudges and that wisdom if you just listen to him. You can be a friend to a lot of people. You can be there to genuinely pray for people. You can be there to bring meals for people. You can be there to let people know you're thinking of them, to have conversations with, to be an ear to listen to, for them to genuinely listen and genuinely be somewhere that they can have a safe place to run to. You can be someone that is a friend to people, even if you don't align with their character, even if you see red flags of their character, you can still be a friend to them. You can still love them. You can still be kind to them. But those people that you see and Well, those people that you see have those character flaws, those big red flags that we're going to talk about. Those are the people that you don't want to have in your inner circle. Those are the people that you can be there for, but ultimately you shouldn't be running to. And the other type of people that you really need to think before you allow them into your inner circle, and you got to be cautious with this, is don't just allow anybody into your inner circle unless you've had time to really observe someone and see the fruits of their spirit and recognize who they really are, not just who they're pretending to be, not just the face they put out to the world, but who they actually are, who they are when it comes down to it. If you haven't had time to observe that from somebody, that's not somebody yet that you should be running to, that you should be building relationship with, that you should be telling privy information to about yourself that you should be going to for advice because you should not be running to just anybody for advice and wisdom because who should be pouring into you are people 
that truly exhibit the fruits of the spirit and truly love the Lord and truly are people that you would be okay with switching positions with and people who really align with your beliefs. I think that's really important and we definitely don't put enough weight on that. Um, and we don't really put enough weight in just understanding the value of friendship and the value of our inner circle because our inner circle is needed but not everybody is supposed to be in it. And I think that you're going to be able to find a lot more peace and a lot more confidence and a lot more um, just being able to take a breath and a brush of breath of fresh air when you're able to let go of relationships that don't serve you and that don't honor your heart and that don't have your best interest at heart because ultimately probably what stresses you out, what brings you hurt uh, from a relationship aspect are those relationships with people who carry these kind of kind of toxic friendships who don't honestly have your best interests at heart who are quick to gossip about you throw you under the bus you know what I mean and you know who I'm talking about there are tons of those people out there and you don't need to entertain a relationship with them and when you're able to realize that and you're able to see your worth and you're able to see what type of friends you really want to have you're going to get so much more peace and you're going to have so much more meaningful relationships because you're not going to feel so bad when you hear these people talk about you or you're not even going to care about deny when they didn't invite you to something because well honestly you probably wouldn't have gone or you know their character you know that's just the way they are and that doesn't affect who you are because it doesn't change your worth it doesn't change your value it doesn't change who you are at a core it just shows you more of who they are it just reveals to you what you already knew about them so if you can just take the time to be wise and discerning about the people in your life then when they do things that are meant to hurt you, you're not going to be hurt by it because you're going to expect it because you already were wise and discerning over the relationship. And those people who would want to hurt you, who have bad intention, who have loose lips, who have hardness and jealousy and anger in their heart aren't going to really have much ammunition against you. And even if they do, you're not going to let it bother you because you're going to have the core group of people who really should be in your inner circle to pray over you and help protect you and walk you through those things. But let's just talk really quickly about those five types of toxic friendships so that we can all be aware of them and be mindful of them. And the first one that we're going to talk about is just the jealous girl, um, the type of girl who just doesn't want to see you win and that anytime something good happens, maybe she congratulates you, maybe she doesn't, but you can just tell that she's not actually happy for you. Um, or maybe you just hear her conversing with other people and you can just tell there's so much jealousy in her heart. And jealousy is a green monster. And if somebody cannot celebrate you, my question is, why are they in your inner circle? I'm sure you could celebrate them. I'm sure you want to be happy for them. Why do you have someone close to you celebrating your personal wins if they don't even celebrate you, if they can't even be happy for you? The next friend uh, that is really toxic that you do not want to have in your inner circle is the emotionally unstable friend. They are up, they are down, they are high, they are low, they are dramatic. You know the type. They will literally take a little anthill and make it a mohill. They will turn everything and anything about themselves and they are just neither here nor there. That is not someone that you want in your inner circle pouring into your life giving you any advice because if they cannot manage their own emotion and be self-disciplined enough over their own self, then they are not someone 
that deserves to be pouring into you because they are not stable enough to give you any advice that would be of value. And honestly, I know how draining those types of people are. If they're emotionally unstable, then that is probably really taxing and tolling on you because you never know which way they're going to be. And getting sucked into their drama is not fun. And it's okay to step away from that. The third type of toxic friend is the gossiper and the excluder. I kind of group these two together because I feel like girls who are super gossipy are also super exclusive. Uh, You know the girls, they have a group chat and one day you're in it and then the next day you're not and then a week later you're in it and you found out they did stuff without you. Um, They're typically the same type of girls that they will talk about somebody when they're not in the room and then be their friend when they show up. And then you know... That if they're inviting you to something, but Susie Q isn't invited, that next time Susie Q will be invited, but you won't. And you know that if you're at a table and Susie Q isn't there and Susie Q is the topic, well, next time you're not there, you're going to be the topic, not Susie. Those are the type of people that you you just don't want to be around because if they're talking about other people, if they're excluding other people, that's their mentality. That's, that's how they roll. And that's really not what you want for your inner circle. Do you really want to give people the time of day to to continue to make you feel bad if they don't include you in things? Because I know that hurts. There was quite a few things that actually happened recently. And I was really hurt that I wasn't invited to this one event. And then I realized what I've even wanted to be there. Probably wouldn't have wanted to sit at the table anyway where people don't want me there. If you, If I'm not welcome somewhere, I don't want to be there. Um, and I, I don't need to be at a table where I'm not wanted. So next time you're excluded, remember that. And next time you see your friends gossiping about somebody else, probably the next on the list. So those are, those are just types of girls that you don't want around you. The fourth is the manipulator. This is a tricky girl. This is the type of girl that they love to make you think that they really care about you and they want your best interest, but ultimately at the end of the day, everything is just about them. They're just caring about their own interests, whatever they have going on. They're trying to twist things and manipulate things and fold things and flip things into however it can best serve them, however it can be favorable for them, however it can look good for them. Whatever is going to be best for them. The manipulator is not someone you want in your inner circle because even when you are talking about you, it is not about you. It is about them. They don't really care about you at the end of the day and they're not someone that deserves a seat into your inner life because when you're sharing things with them, they're just going to be twisting it in their mind to figure out how it can benefit their life and what they can get out of it. Um, And they're very self-centered. The last type of toxic friend that we're going to talk about is the low-level negative type of thinker, the type of person that literally jabs about everything. They never have anything good to say. They always have an arsenal of things to complain about. They would rather just wallow in their own misery, and uh, misery loves company, Um, and they would rather just be negative and sad and look at the glass half empty um, and just complain then step back and figure out solutions or be joyful these are just energy zappers energy suckers people who are just gonna zap your energy my husband actually used to work at a company years ago when we first got married 
And his boss used to tell people about energy givers and energy zappers. And uh, we always talk about it still now because it really stuck with us. There are certain people who are energy givers. When they walk into a room, they are giving you energy. They are saying things that are affirming. They are kind. They have energy to give. They are... um, problem solvers, bringing solutions to any issues that arrives, you know, they're, they're, they're happy about their day, they're getting their day done, they're going about it, and then there's energy zappers, and these are the people that are just negative, anything, the sun could be shining, but they could pick a million things that could go wrong, they are always looking for things that are going bad, and they're gonna try to bring whoever else they can into a bad mood with them, energy zappers are just people we don't really want to keep around. If you're trying to improve yourself, if you're trying to really honor the Lord, get closer to the Lord, if you're trying to have kingdom-minded friendships, you don't need to have these types of toxic friends in your inner circle. And I'm not saying that you need to cut these types of people out if you have them in your life. You don't need to completely ignore them. You don't need to be nasty to them or to exclude them or to just never text them back. You can still be a friend to them without allowing them into your inner circle and allowing them into your life uh, to have a say over what you do and um, really see the ins and outs of your struggle. You know, we see what happened to Samson when he let somebody who should not have been close to him, close to him. We see he could have literally lost his life and he was taken captive and um, was in such a sticky situation because he let somebody who should not have known his weakness know his weakness. And it's really important for us to have a spirit of discernment and wisdom and to lean into the Holy Spirit and to pray about the friendships that we have in our lives, to pray for our friends, but to pray about the role those people should play in our lives because not everybody is supposed to be your friend. You can be a friend to anyone, but not everyone is supposed to be your friend. Not everyone is supposed to have a seat at your table, and not everybody should be invited to have a seat at your table. Your life has so much value, and you are such a wonderful person that the people who are sitting at your inner circle at your table who you allow to speak into you should be people who are happy for you, who exhibit the fruits of the Spirit, who want to give what you give, who want to love you as much as you're going to love them genuine people, loyal people, people who are actually going to be there for you and not going to talk behind your back, not going to self-seek, people who just want to have a genuine relationship. And ultimately, at the end of the day, our life is so short on earth. Let's be so wise and so confident in the calling that God has us that we're not opening up our table to a million people, but we know the value of having a seat at our table of having a ticket to the front row show to our life. And we understand the weight and the gift of friendship. I just want to thank you so much for taking the time to have this conversation with me. I really pray that I was able to bless you and that you're able to leave this conversation with clarity and confidence and feeling inspired by kindly words like honey, knowing the worth and the value that your friendship holds and knowing the worth and the value um, and the importance of choosing wisely with those who speak into your life. If this podcast inspired you at all, go ahead and share it with a friend. Share it on your Instagram story or on social media. Share it in your group chat with your friends. Share it everywhere and anywhere you can to help other women have the same message and know that having 
an invitation to your table is really sacred and that we have to be wise and discerning with who we allow speak into our lives. If you haven't already, it means so much to me if you are able to leave a rating and review and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Until next week, I can't wait to hang out with you. We can connect on social media at Inspiring Honey or you can keep up to date with all things Inspiring Honey at inspiringhoney.com.